0: Hello, everyone, welcome to Humans. I'm Luke McCredden. This is episode eighteen. And before we get into it, um, I just want to shout out to all the people that are in the Humans Podcast Facebook group. It's a great place. We've had some great conversations with, uh, with all you guys, so thanks for being a part of it. If you're on Facebook and you want to join the group, please do. It's a public group. Uh, anyone can be a part of it. Uh, and also Instagram, humans underscore podcast is on Instagram. I'd love for you to come across and uh, like the page. Uh, This episode, anyone who is a parent or has looked after kids over the last 10 years is going to enjoy this episode. Jimmy Rees is our guest for episode 18 and you guys would probably know him um, as Jimmy Giggle for the most part. Uh, Jimmy's had a fantastic career over the last 10 years, but being Jimmy Giggle on obviously Giggle and hoot on ABC for kids, but ultimately Jimmy's a fantastic guy and we had a really fun chat, really great chat about how it all, the last 10 years have unfolded and what it's meant to him, but more importantly, a bit of a chat about himself and we learn a bit about Jimmy and how he operates, it's a, it's a really fun chat and I hope you guys like it, so check it out, this is episode 18 with Jimmy Rees. Cool, well thanks for, um, yeah, thanks for doing this in this crazy, crazy oh, no dramas.
1: Oh I know it's absolutely crazy. It's How's just, it, I don't there's no other word really. Everyone just every time I explain it I'm like yeah it's just be crazy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's um it's pretty unfamiliar. I don't know how much yeah. um time you spend at home anyway but even just mm. I don't know I think the kids are confused a little bit it's getting to the point where they're like Yeah. So are you working or What's are you happening? what do you do? <laughs> You're home so why aren't you playing with me the whole time? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. We're going through some serious stuff like that at the moment with the eldest one, who's four. He's he's five. Oh, he's five on Tuesday actually. Yeah. And he's just yeah he's ultra confused about what is going on. Like, yeah. Um you know, where, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to work. And he, but he knows that my work is mostly done in my caravan, which is parked in the front yard at the moment. So then yeah. he just comes, knocks on the door. He's like, hey. I'm like, I'm recording something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's, it's full on. Well, if he does it, don't that's worry. Nice. It's, there's no question uh, no oh, no, about okay, that. Oh, no, okay. But yeah, <clears throat> and I think even, I mean, I was thinking about the other day, I'm still wrapping my head around the whole thing. So for yeah. kids, I think yeah. there's a fair point of... um naivety about it like they probably I mean they wouldn't know for a lot of totally but there's a point where like even like you were saying and, and I feel like that now particularly with my five-year-old who's just like so what is it like, are you coming to jump on the yeah. trampoline with me <laughs> or you're sitting in the office doing god knows what yeah. so
1: yeah
0: my I'm like uh, my nine-year-old who she's nearly 10 is cool with it because she's just like yeah whatever I'll go sit in my room yeah, do I my own it. thing anyway yeah mm-hmm. and the two-year-old who's kind of I suppose a bit the same, just like well, your home dad. So yeah. let's go do stuff.
1: <laughs> go on then. <laughs> so,
0: and and how do you explain? Like, I mean, do you even try and explain what's happening to your kids? I mean,
1: oh well, the twins are one, so they got no yeah, idea. But no. um, the the five year old, yeah, Lenny, who's just about five, he yeah, we have sort of told him what, sort of what's going on. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he knows that there's a virus. Right, he, But we've talked about illness before with him, I guess. So he yeah. kind of gets that like you can get sick and whether it's a cold or, you know, the flu or whatever. So it's sort of said, it's a cold if people are getting sick. It's not great because it spreads really fast. And then he's not, he knows that he's not allowed to see his friends at the moment and maybe yeah. his grandparents and stuff like that. And he's kind of cool with that. I, I guess he's, we, we see it with him on FaceTime or whatever, and that's kind of okay. Yeah. Um, but then he says stuff like he said the other day, he's like, Oh so when the virus is over um can i have all my friends over to my house cuz it's his birthday as well he you yeah. know we had sort of we hadn't really planned it but he knew that it was coming up and in the past, we've gone to time zone or something, and he's like yeah. "Oh, okay, well, let's go time zone again with all my friends." I'm like, "You can't do that at the moment." <laughs> so now he says, "When the virus is over, um can we have? Can I go to have a party?" I'm like, "Yeah, okay, mate." So he kind of grasped the concept of that we're yeah. staying at home a bit, yeah. we're not seeing friends. But yeah, then it gets. I think this is okay because it's been a few weeks. Yeah. If this turns into months, who knows what it'll be like? It's yeah, that's bit, true. That's true. a bit scared about.
0: And even the. Um, like the 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 point of just I think there's certain points of the day where like and and our kids are at that point this morning so I've really tried to hide away in this particular (laughs) little space but yeah where it's just if it just just crying for no reason but yeah 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 there's a reason in their mind but it's just and I, I can't help but think I just need to get them out somewhere like yeah, we're yeah. lucky enough that we've got a decent sized backyard and stuff but even that is it not enough <laughs> yeah
1: i know yeah we do the same thing we're lucky we've got this little park down the end of the road and maybe we haven't been going on the equipment not that they play on it anyway like yeah it's like tan bark everywhere and the twins just put in their mouth <laughs> and then lenny goes <laughs> down the slide twice and he's like yeah i'm over it now yeah he needs a friend to play with right yeah. so but there's this little sort of walk that goes around this little i don't know little it's like a swamp. I think they tried to make it like a little lake, but it's tiny. It's turned into it's a just mud like swamp. Got ducks in it. It's just a bit of a swampy <laughs> sort of grassland thing. Anyway, it's okay, and we just ride our bike around there a couple of times. And there's a little dog park, so we can just drop the dog off in this little bit and then just go for a little walk. And that is so good yeah. even if we've gone for 20 minutes yeah, yeah yeah it's really it breaks the we go feed the, feed the ducks or whatever and that's it and yep. yeah yeah, yeah. And they all get over it pretty quick but yeah. hey it's just you feel like you're half human yeah, <laughs> yeah oh i went out today yeah cool even if it was 200 meters from our house
0: <laughs> yeah it does though you need every little bit i guess yeah um hey congratulations by the way um you've wrapped up a pretty cool career man you know you've you've yeah. uh giggle and hoot it's been massive. To say oh, the man. least.
1: It's, yeah, 10 years um, of Giggle and Hoot and we wound up uh, yeah, late um, November last year we shot our last, our last scene. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's, it's been a wild ride. It's just been so good. It's been an amazing like journey sort of like personally, I guess, but mm. um and just learning a, ho- a whole bunch, um, meeting a whole bunch of people, having a job for 10 years, you know, like, I mean, I was 20. I just turned 22 when I got it. So it's not like I would have had a decade long job before <laughs> that, but I never thought I'd fall into something that I'd do for a decade. Like yeah, um, so fast and, and to have a, to have a run like that on TV is rare. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm super grateful for it, and it was it was awesome. We had so much fun. I can't tell you how much fun the set was. Like it's just so. <laughs> like we didn't have kids on the set, so like, I know that sounds like horrible, but it was actually to keep your sanity and while while you're being like happy all day yeah you needed to not have kids there because otherwise you're sort of performing even when you're supposed to be having a little break so it was just so fun and it got a bit wild and naughty at times and it was just it was just really it's just such a so many fond memories of the yeah of of the show it's great a pretty
0: cool uh, workplace you know it's not your it's not your average uh office (laughs) But I mean, you know, and 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 we're grateful too. I speak for many parents <laughs> around the country that have, that you've just been plastered on the TV for countless hours a day, which has been a, a godsend. So, but I mean, it does. It, and and this is, you know, it does look like you were having fun doing it. Obviously, you're doing your job, and you and you've mm. got to do what you've got to do. But I, I I I would look at that and struggle to find a way that you could be, you know angry at what you were doing <laughs> like it was yeah. just it was just so high energy and colorful that it's you know it's it must have been a blast
1: yeah i mean there's heaps of elements that made it fun like the people obviously the people make it make it the best is the is the biggest aspect of it i guess that the the guys that we had a few hoots in the end but a guy who the goal the um guys who played hoot over the years um they were always fun yeah. um and cheeky you know and, and and like i said when the cameras are off it's just gets a little bit fun and silly and <laughs> we're just entertaining ourselves yeah. but the producers the people who created the show um there was a, a f- only a handful of people who were there the whole 10 years um uh so it was it's really great to have like that sort of consistency with with these people yeah. They were just so they were like my family because i lived away from my family really um, well my you know, like my parents and, and yeah. grandparents of the kids and stuff for a long time. And we were up in Sydney and um, we grew up down in the Mornington Peninsula down in Victoria. And it's uh, it was hard being away, but they were like my family, the giggle and hoot family. They always, um, if we needed anything, whether it was in our personal life or, you know, like a work life, they were always there to help. And yeah. it, was, it was good hours too. Like it was, <laughs> it was a few days a week. So it wasn't like all day, every day. So we got like, yeah, we it just got to go in there and have this sort of intense. In, it was intense um, yeah. shooting schedule, but it was just fun. And then you get to go off and you know maybe work on some other projects for the other couple of days of the week. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, so it wasn't like a, a grueling. Oh my gosh, we get burnt out because yep. you know when we're in there, it's a lot of work. But um, yeah, I, I think the. The people make it up and, I've, and like you mentioned the show is just so silly like, <laughs> it's just like any anyone's dream is just to be an idiot on the TV for like yeah. 10 years that's exactly what I did it didn't feel like work at all yeah, I basically had to cool. remember some scripts and it was a little bit loose in the fact that I could just bring my own <laughs> stupidity to it oh, I feel like falling over here okay it's funny put it in so it was a bit of that so yeah. it, was, it was heaps of fun like,
0: now, awesome of fun. What, what as a 22 year old is this something that you was this your character, or was it a was it an audition type process, or wh- how did that work?
1: It was an audition. So, long story short, I went through. I was working at a pub at the time, and I just met Tori, who's now my wife. Um, and we sort of moved out together. And you know, I was working full time at the pub just to earn some money, and hmm. she was like that's not what you want to do for a living, right? <laughs> yep. And I'm like, no, it's not. I'm just wearing some money. Um, and I thought I'd get a bit of, you know, I'd just come back from overseas and I was just like, I need some money.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and we moved out of home and and uh, yeah, I, I kind of thought like it was, it was a moment in my life where I knew I liked performing, but I had to admit that to, you know, Tori to then go to the next level because we just started this relationship and you know we're sort of getting to know each other it's like what do you want to be i'm like i want to be on tv and it's like yeah doesn't everyone you know like (laughs) but uh so i'm like no i really do and i think i can do it so um anyway i found this audition from the abc it was actually auditioned for abc3 yeah, which is that that channel for older older kids not preschool age um, Mm. school age kids and um, yeah, I went through that process, which was send away a video of yourself. You had to self-tape yourself doing something, you know, they had some guidelines. I got through that to a short list. There was five and a half thousand people who sent around, sent in a video nationwide. Wow. I got shortlisted in Victoria. So the just flew down to Melbourne, did a couple of days of, of um, some more stuff. There was probably 35 people. So I can imagine there were probably a couple of hundred people around. They saw around the nation. And then the phone didn't ring from the casting director. And then uh, and I was like, oh, well, I, I didn't know what the like, the etiquette was. So I called her. Which I'm not supposed to do. But I called her. I'm like, did I get it? Did I not? And they're like, it's a we'll call you situation. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. Anyway. But I don't know if I, if I prompted her to think of me for this other. Because just at that time, Giggle and Hoot was starting up at the same time. They were a production out of Sydney. They were just auditioning locally. And they shared the same some of the same staff who were working on, like the EP of the uh, Me On 3 campaign was working on Giggle and Hoot as well. Like she was the EP of both. Right. And uh, so the, I think they, the production at Giggle and Hoot went, please, can we just, you've seen five and a half thousand videos. Can you just send us a couple that we can see for our production? Anyway, I was one of those. So they flew me up to Sydney, did a few auditions and I, and I got the job. Um, but the, in terms of the character... Uh, the character was just a, an idea on paper, and they wanted a personality to fill the role, and they mm. found me as that personality, so I could just bring whatever I could, I wanted to the character, really, with some guidance, obviously. But yeah, yeah. it evolved, it evolved into more me than it did what was on the paper, I guess. Yeah, over the years, well, that's cool. Which yeah, I could bring my own personality to it, which was so, which was so great because I think. You know, like if they say if they recast or something, or when they recast Hoot, you had there was a an established character, and the and the people who did it after the first guy, you know, they found it hard in those initial few months to just sort of match exactly what he did. Yeah. Eventually, their personality comes through. But um, to have like a blank canvas sort of thing and just go, yeah, like we'll write the scripts and we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. It was a great start, and I and I and I appreciate them not sort of like pushing and push you know cornering me into a into pigeonholing you, you too know. much yeah yeah, yeah. It, yeah well
0: that, that freedom of being able to bring your own version to it that that's pretty yeah. cool and and that's a that's a luxury that's um that i guess is um makes your job a bit easier too i guess
1: totally totally mm. yeah it was great it was it was really great
0: what um <laughs> what are what are your kids think when they because obviously they're still running on tv and all that sort of thing and probably yeah. will forever um
1: I don't know, i'll be like
0: 78 and they're like oh
1: it's jimmy giggle he's got a walking frame yeah.
0: maybe they can do a reboot when you're about 80 yeah. and just old oh, 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 jimmy giggle and see if so i still, still got it
1: yeah hoots yeah hoot hasn't aged a day <laughs> i'm like a frail old man what sort of skin cream does
0: hoot use because he looks fantastic
1: <laughs> i know yeah um
0: do the kids freak out when they see you or do they just think, oh, that's hilarious? Or what, what's, what's oh, their reaction?
1: Well, it took about 18 months, I think, for Lenny to, um, to figure out that that was me and actually <laughs> say dad, you know, like dad or, um, or actually say Jimmy Giggle yeah. and, <laughs> and link the two because he'd be like, dad, it's on TV, dad, 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 dad. And they're like, well, it's actually Jimmy Giggle. You know, do you get that concept? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, it, it took him a while, probably 18 months, to, uh, two years. Um, But the twins at the moment, it pops up on the TV, and I don't know. They just have this confused. I think they sort of recognise that it's me, but then they're, you know, and they're not talking. So they're they're kind of like. (laughs) <laughs> Do you see that? And I'm like, it's dad, it's dad You know, and Lenny's like, look, it's dad And then they're kind of like, whatever And because it's so fast, you know, it's only two and a half minutes Or something, yeah, most of the yeah. segments And then it's off, and they're like, oh, confused now Like, where they go? It's a bit, it's a bit bizarre, but I think in the next year Yeah, they'll kind of, yeah. maybe they'll They'll say, yeah, but That's cool, yeah.
0: that's cool I wonder if it'll get to the point um, When they're teenagers, when it's like Oh, God, no Dad was, Dad was Jimmy Giggle
1: Probably, <laughs> probably. Well, I, joined, I think it's, it's cool. funny. I, um, Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, I, <laughs> I, jo- I actually joined TikTok recently. It, Did late you? last year. Oh, yeah, God. I got, jumped on TikTok and I was like, oh yeah, let's <laughs> just see what it's all about. Anyway, I found that um, obviously there's a, a, there's a demographic who kind of kick-started TikTok, which was tweens, you know, like teenagers. Yeah. And now they're sort of, you know, that sort of high teenager age. Anyway, I, I didn't know. I just started making some stupid videos, and everyone's like Jimmy Giggle! and they're are like, you... "You're my childhood." <laughs> so I and anyway, I got all these all these people sort of like going, "Oh man, you were in childhood. It brought so much joy to my life." And it was just like I never heard that voice before of kids yeah. that are, who were seven or eight or maybe or five who 10 years later are now 15, 18. Yeah. And they've they've grown up with the show, which is interesting. And they have, they have all positive affirmations for it. And I was like taken aback with the response. It wasn't like, Oh, this isn't cool. They all followed and they're like, Oh my God, this is awesome. You know, like how cool (laughs) is this? But
0: that's cool. And that's the thing. Like 10 years does, it covers from being a, a a child, a toddler in some cases up to the teenage years. Like it's a, like I said before, my daughter, who's nearly ten, um, obviously mm-hmm. watched giggle and hoot and yeah. all that stuff. And just before I said to her, "I'm I'm going to talk to Jimmy Giggle," and she's like, "What? <laughs> what? Are you
1: really?" <laughs> she's like, "What do you,
0: What do you, What do you mean on on the TV?" I said, "No, no, it's actually just the real person behind the TV yeah. character." And she's, and then it's like, "What? It's like there's well, a real on. person behind yeah, that
1: yeah. character. What do you mean?" But like, but yeah, totally, ten. mate. Should like you know the, this yeah.
0: the 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 joy that. Um, that show brought my kids and, and still does. It's just, it's just a, it's a simple thing that, um, and I guess it goes to the, um the fact that it lasted 10 years is there was, there was a, something that worked there, whether it was the, the energy that you brought yourself, the the colors on the set, you know, cause I always wonder yeah. about things like that. Like the Wiggles um, career has been amazing. Obviously the music's great, but there's something about the yeah. colors and stuff that must just grab yeah, kids sure. too. And, and, the Giggle and Hoot set was just coloured everywhere, yep. like it was it was amazing. So there's the the minute some of these shows come on and and your show was the perfect example that the kids were just fixated, and yeah, whether your voice grabbed them straight away and then the scene yep. of the 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 whole set, it was just a great combination. Yep.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it goes into the the production of it as well, obviously. Yep. When you're thinking of a kid's show, you don't think, oh, let's use pastels or <laughs> let's make it black and white. You know, there's just something within us because we're all kids once that wants yeah. colorful elements and, and music and yep. and silliness or whatever it is. and And the designers of the set, I mean... It's just, if you came, if you were one of the lucky people, we did do tours over the 10 years. And if you're one of the lucky people who came into the set and had a look at the detail that went into every single prop, every single uh, set piece, it was just a, like absolutely incredible. These people are so talented and, and it grew as well. It, it grew from sort of like almost like a cobbled together like i mean play school's like oh yeah let's use some old bog rolls and some, yeah. <laughs> you know that that crappy tape that never sticks to anything and yeah. some glue and paint and we're done you know and it's a bit more like oh yeah you can make this where this like you're gonna start off a little bit more i guess, I guess higher production value than that like it's put yeah. together a little bit there's buttons and things stuck on it and yeah. then it grew into this like let's try and make a trumpet or a double bass out of cardboard and they had layers of cardboard that created like this <laughs> texture and, and they put all these buttons and designs on it and it was just like some of them could almost be functioning like instruments <laughs> if you just sort of hollowed them out of it or yeah but it was really it really um really incredible and i think that's sort of a, a part of it an element obviously there's lots of colors yeah and the music too like the, yeah. the music was um produced as well uh, again if you were just a, a layman who just went oh yeah i'm gonna write a kid song you probably pick three chords and you would go oh da, 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 yay!" and yeah. it's got to be jingly and bouncy well kid has an element of that but they went down the lines of like kids like good music yeah. kids like pop music they yeah. might like a Katy perry song or they might like an intricate you know like um classical music so there wasn't any uh, there wasn't any sort of I hate to use the word dumbing down but there wasn't that much of that in Giggle yeah. and Hoot we got we had some very talented people um, Sean Peter one of the guys who wrote a lot of songs for Giggle and Hoot he would almost create a whole orchestra sound like in his in his garage or whatever yeah. in, his, in his home studio on his keyboard and put it all together and um, he was an incredible composer and, but then they'd also go along the lines of getting some, um, they call up Triple J upstairs and go, give yeah. us some of your unearthed yeah. bands. And can they write some music like that, that lullaby that happened at the end of was every that, single episode? Is Yeah, I read yeah, that song. That's that. pretty cool. Yeah. And so he was, he was, you know, commissioned to sort of, and there was a lot of other artists who were commissioned to sort of make a song for Giggle awesome. Hoop, but they weren't going to settle for something that wasn't, that kind of fell into the realms of a little bit too kiddie. Yeah. Obviously, it has an element of that, but it was just, yeah, I think in the design of it, it's, it just had a little, something X factor, like a, a little, a yep. little bit more special and oh totally and um, yeah. the funny and not the funny playing
0: thing playing. the funny thing yeah. about it is it still had the effect that a little boppy jingle that you know yeah, exactly. as you say, you could pick up and just play a three chord yep. jingle. it still had that yeah. effect though, because the tune yeah. stuck in the kids' heads and the the words and, and so it still had that um, yeah, yeah that lasting effect that a, that a little simple melody might but they sure, were a lot much of the more intricate. R-
1: Exactly, a lot of the elements remain the same. Of like, it's kind of got to be catchy. Hmm. It's got to be easy to learn, you know. But then, um, yeah, like it, we would get some incredible musicians to make this music, and 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 then it would just have this, yeah, this extra pizzazz to it. Whatever it is, this giggle and hootisms. They always, they always use the words like hootify or let's let giggleize that. <laughs> like, yeah. And it just had this, yeah. Which is which is credit to the team, the production totally. team up in the office. Yeah.
0: Um, how how do you how do your mates go being, um, do they, do, do, you, do you get any stick for being Jimmy Giggle?
1: I think in the early days I got a bit of stick. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, mate, there's been some funny stories with my mates. There's just one friend in particular who's just a bastard. <laughs> he, um, he thinks it's hilarious that um, whenever we're out at a cafe, or whatever, he'd just, um, he just say to the waitress, who's clearly not in the demographic, doesn't have kids. <laughs> You know, like maybe some, maybe it, maybe give me another five years and they'll, and then he'll be foiled. But, um, when that, when that audience starts having kids who watched it in the first initial stage, yeah. but yeah, you know, it's a waitress who's 23, who's probably never seen the show, doesn't have kids, no affiliation to it at all. And he'd be like, this guy's famous. You no, know, you should look <laughs> him up. Get your phone out. He's famous. And I'm like, get out. And I'm, like, I'm just a humble lawyer. No, <laughs> but they, um, but I, I kind of inadvertently got a couple of them back, including him, Hero. I got him back he um he they, they thought, "Oh, yeah, we'll come along to one of my first live shows that we did. We went to the Art Center in Melbourne, and, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll come along." So two of my mates from school they came along, and they, um, the um the promoter who got him, got him the tickets, I got him some tickets, obviously he didn't ch- I maybe thought my friends had kids, but he didn't realize and they were like row c in the center two 25 year old men with no kids in the middle of a kids show packed out art center and they were like shrinking in their seat apparently all these like mums around them were like what are you guys doing here they're like where is friends you know, like, why aren't you sitting up the back? Like, why are you taking the, <laughs> sitting in the prime seat? Anyway, so like, that was quite funny. And I could true. see them from the stage sort of just going, oh my gosh, what have we done? It was very funny. <laughs> and they got to be careful because
0: <clears throat> when you're on the stage with a microphone, you're in control. <laughs> you can call exactly, them out too. <laughs> exactly, I know,
1: for sure. The
0: um <laughs> the live show thing, um was that just more later in the, in the piece? That wasn't a, a plan from the word go?
1: No, it wasn't a plan from the word go. It was, um, it was an idea that, you know, uh, I, I think cam- came naturally, uh, but uh, the show had to get to a point where uh, where it could sustain that because yep. in, in the initial series, like a few years of the show, it was, it was more like, oh, look, Peppa Pig's on next and this is what Peppa Pig's doing in her episode. Yep. And we'd look forward at what's happening on Play School and look and, and back at what's happened, just happened on Bananas in Pajamas. We kind of giggle and hoot would reflect on that right perhaps they were being magicians so we would go oh i could be a magician too and there was pardon me a lot of the ideas stemmed from the shows that were around us and that was the idea that giggle and hoot lived in the world with all the friends and we would all <laughs> catch up you know when the tv is off sort of thing and uh and we knew each other and have beers um, and then it evolved yeah, exactly yeah, exactly <laughs> have a couple of have a couple those of guys go hard Uh, we'll have a roast pork for dinner. No, we won't have that. Um, (laughs) Banana smoothies and wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So it kind of came, it evolved into a place when the music started coming and we started doing our own thing. Then the show was a bit more independent of what was around it. So then we thought, Hey, it's, it could probably stand up on its own. We had, you know, 30 of our own songs, even though they only go for a minute. <laughs> it's still 30 <laughs> minutes of music, right? Yeah. Um. So we could sustain a, a live show. So yep. um, I think the idea, I pushed for it quite a bit actually because like I mentioned earlier, like I, I didn't, the show didn't take, the, the recording of the TV show didn't take up my whole week. Yeah. And, and it, it kind of, um, for me, I was like, we could be doing more. And, and a, a few, we did a few, like appearances as Jimmy Giggle. I like went out yep. to a shopping center and, and the response was just overwhelming. It was unbelievable. I could have, yeah. well, it was really taken aback by that. And, um, and I think, yeah, a few people had, had the idea and my management sort of um, pitched the idea to them as well. I was like, why don't we try and hit the road? And we, we got a promoter on board and, um yeah it kind of went from there it needed a bit of a it needed a bit of a nudge to the abc you know like um they were like oh what hang on wait do we have to do anything yeah like, so um because you know like they would have to commit some resources and it's hard to then enforce that on on a on a on a corporation who, yeah. who hadn't thought about it before so yeah it did I, I think we had to get to that point where we could sustain a show um and then um yeah and then it came about 2013 i think was our first right. so yeah, three or four years into the show we um yeah yeah. We started seen, touring around and it was, yeah. it was great. It, it was the response. Like it was just unbelievable. It was great.
0: It sounds just from a few things you've said, um, today, it kind of sounds like you've been surprised at some of the response you've got from the public. Have you, ha- can you, I mean, you, I know you've, you've still, you've only just finished up, but, can you reflect now and look at the scale of it because it is it was it is and continues to be a yeah. huge thing and i've got I'm absolutely not surprised one bit that the the feedback to you personally would be amazing because yeah. um you know as I just everyone with kids over the last ten years yeah. has had you on the t v at some point so is it still something that's catching you by surprise some of that that feedback from people
1: definitely yeah i I don't think I'll ever sort of get used to it yeah it being it catching me by surprise i i don't know what it is i think i i I think because i've been there from the start i guess i saw it grow but then we we were in a little bubble for a bit and then i did go out and and when i did do those first meet and greets there was like thousands of people there and i'm like oh crazy but (laughs) you know i think from i think i think an element of it is that at the abc there's no real there's no real like um focus on ratings and and yeah. becoming better and oh, not better. Everyone wants to be better, but there's no onus on like advertising money or anything. Yep, so yep. we're just doing our thing. We know people enjoy it. And obviously we want, we want to get better and, mm. and it become more popular, but there wasn't this sort of cutthroat element you get in commercial TV. And, and yeah. I think just being a little protected from that, then it does catch me by surprise when I go out and I go, well, I don't look at the ratings every single day. I'm not like scrounging around for like social media, like engagement and all this crazy <laughs> stuff that happens in the other world because yeah. it does. And, I'm, and, and there's, this, and there's a, also a constant sort of like, you've got to constantly stay relevant maybe in, in the commercial world and, uh, and because it's all sell and add dollars, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah I, think, I think the ABC is a really nice spot for that. And yeah. a lot of shows flourish that way. They have time to build. Um, and yeah, I guess it does. Count. So, from going out that first time and having that response, I would never—I didn't even know what the ratings were. I didn't even know people watched the show. <laughs> and then three thousand people rock up to this meet and greet, and I'm like, how am I supposed to say hello to all these people in two hours? You know, like what the? And it was nuts. Yeah. And then the, and then we go out on this tour, and it sells out. And we're like, what? I didn't. We went to Adelaide, and they had this two thousand seat theatre. It was the biggest one we played on that first tour. We had like you know like five hundred seats, maybe a thousand. And it was people up the back who needed binoculars. I was like, what? <laughs> we this tiny show. Like in my mind, it was still this tiny show who produces yeah. two to three-minute segments. There's, you know, 10 of them a day maybe and that's it. And, um, and, it, and yeah, I, I guess having that you know, starting from the start where it is small and then it sort of grows. I'd, and then, I don't know, if, if, it's only when I – you're right. When I have reflected on it, I have gone, wow, it is bigger than I ever thought. Mm. There's maybe, I mean, the ratings are like 180 to 200. I mean, in in the earlier days when there was less channels and less sort of like Netflix and stuff like that, there's maybe 300,000 people who watch it every single day, every day, morning and night. And then add that by 10 years, add that by, you know, like whatever. It's it's a hell of a lot of people. And now they've all grown up and it's still going. There's still a new crop of kids every single year, every month who were joining the the show. So I, when I think about it that way, I'm like, wow. And then when I, you know, I mentioned I joined TikTok and I get this response from the people who used to watch the show. I'm like, okay, I haven't thought of that as well. So I'm constantly surprised. But I do, I do upon reflection, I, I do, it just, it, it warms my heart. You know, like it's, yep. it's, it's totally. yeah, that affinity to that show, to the show just like grows stronger and, it's it's incredible. I can see people down Woolies every every day, and they're like, "Oh, I used to watch you." Or Mike, we've just yeah. discovered Giggle and Hurt, and yeah, it's it's incredible.
0: oh uh, it's good, well deserved. Anyway, so you've done well. Um, what about what about next? I mean, what's your natural in front of the camera? Uh, is it presenting, <laughs> or I know, sort of, you've done a um bit this year with Dancing with the Stars as more of a the yeah. presenter side of things. Is that interest you, the presenting, or is it, or is it more of an acting sort of thing you want to? the path that you want to follow
1: now the, i think the presenting is yeah is is more my jam i really enjoy being silly and being myself and yeah. and talking to people and and um yeah and i think that sort of throws up something different every 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 episode or whatever you're doing um yeah, i really i really enjoy doing that and i really enjoy talking to people and meeting people and having a rapport with people yeah. and i think um you know acting i oh i don't i don't consider myself as an actor i mean people would say oh you played the character of jimmy giggle for 10 years i'm like yeah it was kind of just me being an idiot you know like (laughs) i yeah call it acting but yeah i had to sort of but we speak down the camera you know it's it's kind of acting's a different craft and i never learned to like i i did do some stuff um, at school and at uni but um i uh I, i don't consider myself a a screen actor I'm, i'd be more suited to maybe the musical theater but yep. I, I mean I, I it's not saying i couldn't do it um if i if i was made comfortable I, I feel it's funny i feel having been in front of the camera sort of acting yes i guess for 10 years i still feel so uncomfortable when i'm doing if i have to do some sort of acting acting really? uh, in front of the camera yeah i just i i don't know i have this awareness of yeah. people so what about uh, the as awareness a, of the camera yeah what and about I think as presenting a lends yeah. itself to that yeah presenting presenting is 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 what i want to do is what right. i am pursuing yeah and and like giggle and hoot still runs on we're just about to go on a tour like I said that yesterday <laughs> well, on no, a couple of days ago yeah i was supposed to be on a national tour oh, um, with giggle and hoot right so that obviously with the state of the world that's got cancelled um yep. but um yeah, all rescheduled. We'll hopefully, reschedule that for the end of the year. But who yep. knows at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's still a bit of this and a bit of that. But yeah, a lot of stuff has actually been cancelled for me in the, in the next few months. So which is a bit, which is a bit strange. Which was um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but I've got a great, I've got a great, re- um, great relationship with with Channel Ten, and we've, we're doing a few little bits and pieces. There's a few other stuff um, in the works, um, some audio based stuff and some video stuff as well. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to. Um, yeah, uh, continue that presenting. What it's about It's a funny the, old world because it's, it's there's not many auditions for presenters, it's an interesting world. No, you don't have you,
0: you got a bit kind behind of behind you now that you could drive something yourself?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's yeah. and there's all these different projects which are circling at the moment, which yes, is great, sweet. and um, yeah, it's just a, a lot of them i mean i think the world's in a holding pattern at the moment so. <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah so it's a bit uh, it's a bit of a strange time so i am spending a lot of time in my um caravan um doing <laughs> interviews and things and even interviewing people like you yeah. are doing right yeah. now for, for podcasts and things and i also um i also at uni i learned the behind the scenes stuff i learned um, cool. a little bit of camera work and some audio stuff and um a bit of this and a bit of that and, I, and and I'm kind of a bit of a tech head as well, so I really love that stuff. Like,
0: oh right, you, yeah, that's handy. What
1: what setup you got there? A little a laptop, webcam, maybe? I've got yeah. my, I've got my Sony A7. I've got a beauty light. I've got, <laughs> you yeah. know, what I mean, I love that stuff. No, so. totally.
0: And and I'm the yeah, opposite, so I'm- but I want to know more about that. Yeah, stuff. I, I wish I wish I was naturally more of a tech head. Um, I love the gears, the gear and the and, and the gadgets and stuff. But I just, yeah, I think it's from. I think I'm lazy. I think I learn a bit and then go that'll do, that'll get me through. Yeah, that. <laughs> that'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. Like, you know, even just, um, I mean, cause all, all this whole humans podcast has just been face yep. to face. So obviously now mm-hmm. it's like, well, I want to keep yeah. making, um, episodes. So it's got to be, um, yeah. all remote yeah. now, you know, so getting my gear set up for all that. It's cool, yeah, but yeah. it's, um, yeah, I just wish I was more naturally um, switched onto it. I just tend to have to work harder to make it
1: work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I just get, I, I, I kind of get obsessed with a couple of things. Like, you know, I'll be like, oh yeah, how do I make that sound better or whatever. Yeah. Like, ah, I'll dive in as well and try and try and keep my skills up. But you know, having said that, I've, I've, um, I'm, I'm glad that I that I did learn some some things at uni. I didn't complete my uni course, but I did learn a, a fair bit there. And uh I mean stay in school kids. Uh yeah. <laughs> but I um no it's it's good because, you know, like yeah. I also I also enjoy I'm not just the person who would be like, oh I just want to be famous and be on the camera all the time. Like I, mm. I, I enjoy producing other things for people. Yeah. Um, my friend and I had this company we started a few years back. Um uh, transported, which we we started with like virtual reality 360 video. Yeah, right. Um, and it and it it, it kind of got us in the door really. It was with a few um big businesses and some brands to to produce some stuff for them, but really both of us were like, that's it's kind of hard. Like people people didn't know what that was. It was a little bit of a boom with it, and a little, and then it sort of petered out now. Uh, but we always offered traditional video, and you know, yeah. and live streaming uh, was another was another element of it, and and um, it's uh, and it's so tech focused, and yeah, yeah we did a bunch of really awesome jobs, and um, and yeah, unfortunately, we've kind of got separated by space, and like we just just sort of like a few jobs here and there now, but not not as many. We, we don't have the time to sort of put a hundred percent into it. It was always a side hustle anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah like that tech element is is great and,
0: well i mean now more than ever um, having a bit of knowledge yeah, know, in that yeah. space is so important <laughs> exactly um I know, but, I know. but even even things like um the whole online piece and you, you mentioned a light, like that's something i just ordered recently because i'm like well if i'm going to yeah, do yeah. a bit of this i'm literally sitting in the dark at the moment so it probably looks yeah, stupid. Yeah. if i want to put anything um in video format out it just do stuff like that to make it a little bit better and and yeah for sure people like you who probably think of that stuff straight away for me it's like oh okay, that's oh, what I'm but that's all right <laughs> it's growth but it's fun and it's fun um i was thinking before when you were talking about um tv or, or hosting and that on um i have read i think it was on your website actually mm-hmm. um that you're you know you're a fan of the talk show thing could you be the australian yeah. jimmy
1: Oh, I know. There's Jimmys ever, isn't there? James's <laughs> and Jimmys, there's Jimmy I know, right? Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I, I really and James Gordon.
0: Yeah. yeah, I really think there's still space in Australia for that format. I, I don't know. I'm not. I mean, you're yeah. in TV. I'm not. But as a consumer, um, or a viewer, yeah. um, I, I just Rove was amazing, and That's, and we he, haven't had anything like it.
1: Exactly. He inspired, he, he was my inspiration basically to get into TV. Um, right. He, I watched that show and I thought he's a guy who's he surrounded himself with his friends who are clowns as well. Yep. He's just having a, they're having a great time. They're producing fun TV and it's, yes, it's a classic format, but it was just so great. You know, they had great guests. They had silly segments. It was light and it was fun. Yeah. And I looked at Rove and went, I could be, I want to do that and that's what yep. made me get it, want to get into TV I was awesome. obsessed with that, that show um, and I've worked with him a few times now it's kind of bizarre oh that's cool <laughs> even sent even sent my friends actually sent they knew I loved it so much um, and my friends uh, like family friends they sent in a picture of me because they thought I looked like Rove and he had a segment on <laughs> he had a lookalike segment on and really? I, my picture of me was shown <laughs> on the TV on Rove and I was sitting there one night didn't know and I, my face popped up i like what <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've is, always wanted to be on Roman sort of like yeah. I know no, it's funny. Is it still um, something so, yeah, you aspire to? Yeah, that, for sure. I'd love to do that. I mean, yeah. it's um it is a strange space though at the moment because we have access to everything. We have access to Jimmy Fallon and we have access to the um, to all of the jimmy's shows overseas so and you know and i think the networks it's it's big and it's expensive and rove even tried to do another little saturday night one recently and it didn't do well Mm. um and they and they canned it mid-series so it's like it's they're you know i think people have tried and they're probably a bit scared to put on a big production like that live tv is expensive um and even you know like i've worked on dance with the stars and it's a big huge Mm. production it's crazy and and i feel it's amazing i love that energy of life um and it's um and it's it's really awesome but we do compete with you you compete with like people putting up stuff all day every day you know like Mm. ellen has every single star in the whole world on the show every day and then just uploads it all to youtube and facebook and you see clips all day so then if you know like I mean, a big part of Rove back in the day was like he had Will Smith on, and he and he and he got yeah. Pink on, yeah, and because they were in town promoting their things. So well, now they can probably promote stuff from not by not even coming here, you know? Yeah, just, that's true. It's yeah. so it's an, an interesting. It'd have to morph into something a little different than like your Tonight Show mm. chat show sort of thing. Um, yeah, but I think I I would I would love to do that. It's like it's always been a pipe dream of mine to have my own show with my own crew of clowns. And, yeah do something like that but it has to i think it has to come on a different form these days for it to work yeah, I know, well, yeah and what that point. is i'm not sure i'm not always talking about it with people but um mm. yeah i think
0: the other happens. thing that rove had um around him as well and behind him were just an amazing bunch of writers and, and comics Yeah, or, for sure. And, yep. and, and and that's probably the thing too i think for a lot of people it's like huh, yeah, how can it be to sit on a couch and talk shit yeah yeah but it's so but much it's, like obviously yeah everything behind the scenes but even as that presenter you, you, it just isn't something anyone can do and i'm sure yeah someone yeah. like yourself could but what i mean is it's like you need so much and so much of it is yeah. relatability you need to have that yep. connection with the audience and you know rove was unbelievable yeah. at that like you just yeah, felt like he was yeah, your sure. mate in the living room you know yeah that's um it. but yeah the whole the whole piece around having everyone you know behind you as well like and some of yeah. those guys well pretty much his whole team when you think about it um some of the best writers in comics today, like Ryan Shelton, did yeah. so much. Peter Hallier, and, yeah, and you yeah. know, like, and yeah. they're all doing awesome stuff still. So I
1: know um, he brought that. That show brought a lot of people to, you know, like Carrie Bickmore just yeah. was on Rove, and then just pew, yeah, she just took off from there, you know. And it was, and it, it was the show to be on. That's what it became. Yeah, you know, it was the show that everyone wanted to be on. That the the publicity. Um, the publicity world needed their talent to be on there. You know, when you were coming to promote a movie, you had to go and do Rove. It's like people going to Britain and they go on Graham Norton. You have to go on Graham Norton. Yeah. Or, you know, in the U S there's obviously there's a, everyone's there. So it's, a, they all go and do the rounds anyway, but there's plenty of different shows. But in Australia, there was basically one show you had yep. to be on. And that was that show. And before and that was, was probably yeah.
0: Hey, Hey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Are you Fallon Kimmel or Corden?
1: um oh man um <laughs> conan o'brien you're right okay okay <laughs> it's funny i think um you know i i do love i do love these shows and there's elements of but i think it's all just crazy it's all crazy now they've all got these random segments and i yeah. i don't know they uh, yeah for some for some reason i i enjoy um i enjoy conan because he's quite a fool. And he knows he's a fool and he's, he's very really intelligent and he's just the conversations that come up and the silly things. I, I enjoy him. Um, I, I like them all, but yeah. um, I think, I, you know, I think they've become very sort of social media focused and it's, it's, I've got to do carpool like, karaoke and they yeah. hammer it. And now I, I, I kind of get over some of that stuff when I go, yeah, okay, yeah. Righto. Yeah, well, the, I mean, well, the, they're the show is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and trying to outdo each other. I guess yeah, it's so, a, it is just great for thing. consumers, but yeah. it is a bit like.
0: Ugh. <laughs> but it's like the show now itself is almost just the um, uh, it's almost the the taking a backseat to the online stuff they're doing, really, isn't it? It's almost sure, like we sure. use the show to leverage yeah. our online yeah. channels, and and sure. like I mean, you look at some of the, you know, the numbers they're doing in those online spaces, it's unbelievable, yeah, it's but um. Yeah yeah it's kind of taken away because I think for me, going back to what I was saying about this i'd love to see it in Australia is I love the the personal element um, of someone chatting to someone on a couch. Yep. you know what I mean yep. like and I know that still yeah. happens in on those shows in the states and whatever, but I really enjoyed that about Rove mm-hmm. and, and various shows that you can see, and particularly if it's more of the the late night format where it's a bit looser sometimes and yeah, it can they, be a bit loose, Yeah, anything can happen. Um, I just, I'd love to see that. I really would in Australia. Yeah. yeah,
1: for sure. Me too. And I think there is, there is still space for it. It's what format it sort of takes, yeah. and it'll be a little different. But um, yeah, I think, and, and there is, all, you know, we're back to the the US shows. There is um, there is this sort of yeah element of like, yeah, it's got to they have a quick chat and then they do a game and that because the game's the one that gets shared or you know the impressions or whatever it is and it's almost like saturday night live you know like on a chat show and they do all these crazy things to i guess keep the audience engaged or whatever it is but conan i find conan has a chat he only does a 30 minute show i think now these days four days a week and he's he's um changed his whole business really to become a lot more digital focused as well. He does a podcast. He yep. does um, his travel shows because he knows that the audience is there. So when you think of it that way, if someone like him, he's dialed back his two hours of live TV or whatever it was to mm-hmm. 40 minutes or wherever it is now. And he basically does a chat with a guest. He does his monologue still and he does some, fun stuff and he has his chat with his guest which is rare to have it long a longer form version on the other shows because yeah. it goes yeah let's do a game now let's do yeah, it's yeah. crazy oh i've got you know yeah someone <laughs> doing this and we're having a go-kart race around the studio whatever it is it's crazy <laughs> but yeah I, I, enjoy, I enjoy the chat because he gets yeah. out of them what you kind of want to hear which is yeah. The, bizarre stories or whatever. And that's why Graham Norton, I love Graham Norton yeah, as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, that's so just have these long
1: chats, stories, they all get to interact. Like it, we, you, sometimes you get Bruce Willis with whoever on the, on yeah. a, they're never in the same room. And, and you get people who you've never been introduced to, you're watching for Will Smith, but you get a British actor you've never heard of and they're really funny. Or, well, you know, and then you, it's, it's a good environment. I really like Graham Norton too.
0: The thing about Graham Norton, and I'm, I'm totally with you, I love it. I think there's something about the... I I feel like the guests that are all sitting together. And as you say, for in some cases they've never met, they're completely from different industries from different countries. And Mm -hmm. they're just, you look on their faces sometimes. I feel like it's organic. A lot of the reactions they're totally actually putting out there and Graham Norton. And I'm look, I know they're prompted with what they've, that they're going to yeah, talk about. And all yeah. that. So I still sent think the stories in them, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still think he puts them on the spot to some degree, and and there's some cases where you can see them going, "Oh, I feel oh, uncomfortable," but they go through with it because it's Graham Norton. They've got that rapport. Yeah. They trust him, and that's why I think he's amazing yeah. and brilliant. Um, yeah. I went and saw on the um U.S. ones. We went to a Letterman um film. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, years ago, probably ten years ago. actually. Oh good. Um, and it was it was it was because of all the stuff that's done um that they throw to segments and whatever it was i yep, think it yep. was his monologue um the mayor of new york at the time was rudy giuliani whatever his name
1: is yeah yeah that was it so, <laughs> so it was about 15 minutes and I'm like <laughs> oh okay <laughs> great <laughs> So, okay i know yeah, so then right.
0: i've actually found his you know the net was it netflix or something he did that series where it was yes like, yeah that was really um, cool because it
1: was when, i think it's it's called, what's it called? My, my next, next guest, something. Oh yeah, something. Yeah, yeah something, something about like, his yeah, next yeah. guest. That's, but that was, yeah, yeah. Because,
0: but that was, hundred percent just about them talking, and I loved that. Yeah,
1: you that it was really great.
0: Yeah, so I love Letterman
1: too. Like he was, he's, you know, he's a sort of a pioneer of that. He did it for so long, but yeah, he would have those funny, interesting chats as well. And um, and oh man, what's his name? Craig, the late, late, late. Oh show. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the the. Oh, my- the Irish Wait, guy, is it? Or are you name? talking about? Yeah, or? yeah, Scottish yeah, guy. Yeah,
1: Scottish. Oh my gosh, he's just—he was just wild. He was this- the late late show. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just—he—he's almost my favorite. He's oh, just really? So uh, so funny. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was, think like, we didn't get it here in Australia. I think you'd have to look no, it up online. I think they yeah. did. You know, but it was on like one a.m. But yeah, you would. Um, yeah, I've watched so many clips of his. Yeah, over the years, it's so funny. I think there's still so
0: much. um so many people that, that do want to see conversational type stuff. And I look yep. maybe it's not what's really engaging with the, the masses. Um, yeah. But, you know, like people like me, I love that sort of thing. So there are channels yeah. to, I guess, watch all that. But, um, you know, um, I guess the point is I would love to see it in Australia. And um, yeah. I think you should go for it, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, we're, we're always talking to people about it. So, it's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, watch this space. <laughs> absolutely
0: hey man thank you so much for your time I'll let you get back to it you've probably got no worries, kids mate. running amok like I do at the moment I can hear them banging on the walls So <laughs>
1: <laughs> bouncing off the walls um, hopefully the twins are still asleep oh uh, I haven't got so, the notification on my phone yet that says that they're awake. So
0: I ha- I was absolutely pissed myself laughing about watching one of them fall asleep the other night, the video you put oh, up. Oh, yeah, he's that- sitting up. Is, oh that, is that every night that he does He doesn't
1: that? do it every night, but, it, yeah, sometimes we tune into the uh, uh, into the monitor and he's sort of like swaying and he's sitting <laughs> up. And then the best bit is when he falls over, yeah. the, he doesn't wake up. He just falls and goes, donk, oh, and then man. he's asleep. My wife and I <laughs> were watching so that
0: laughing so hard. That was so oh good. God. It's it reminded it's so of me in my mid 20s after a big night at the pub to be honest but
1: anyway <laughs> um it reminded me actually oh i did a contiki tour around europe in yeah. oh god knows whatever and you had a you're like we just you just go out and then in the morning you had to pack up at like seven o'clock pack your tent up shove it in the bus and get on the bus and then everyone was just like nodding heads sleeping for three hours while we traveled from you know rome to wherever yeah <laughs> it's so weird. oh
0: it's nuts it's nuts but um yeah it's good fun enjoy it enjoy the twins i know that i'm sure they're a handful Uh, but a handful yeah once again man thank you so much for your time and um yeah we'll chat soon hopefully we can catch up in person next time i'm not still not comfortable with this remote thing it's
1: kind of strange (laughs) well it might be a few more months (laughs) yeah well that's true
0: that's true (laughs) anytime mate great chats thanks jimmy take it easy man